Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO, it's Trent Condon and Ken Millers. We talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. Appreciate you uh, spending some of that time here with us. The BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. Uh, one from left field to start out the show, quite honestly. Drew Shipley, who up until six months ago, four months ago, was a central, I believe, Newton. Do you know? I don't. I think he lived in Newton. He lived in central Iowa. Anyways, well, why would we have him on? Well, um, if you've read the story, and it went national yesterday, uh, uh, went viral. I think um, one of the guys at Barstool got a hold of it, and they tweeted it to their gazillion followers, and national press picked up on it. Uh, Drew Shipley's on Sports Talk Radio in Washington. So he's a Washington Commander season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. As you know, if you go to these events, there's a pretty good chance there's going to be a 50-50 draw, right? You buy a raffle ticket, whatever in the pot. If there's 30 grand, they keep 15. They write you a check for 15 if indeed you are the winner. Well, lo and behold, game one of the NFL season, Commanders versus the Jags. Drew Shipley bought season tickets to see the Commanders. Bought a 50-50 ticket. He wins it. $14,800 and change. Nice. Last week, he actually sent me a picture because uh, he listens to all the KXNO shows, yep. all of them. Yep. Every I've no idea what he does. If he works for somebody, I think he works in the military. Does he? I believe. I was going to say he's robbing his employer. I'll stop <laughs> because he's not paying attention to his job. You can, you can have things on in the background. I guess right. Why yeah. not? Um, but anyways, he listens, and we're grateful for that. He texts me during the show. He texts me a picture of this check that he got. All excited. Why wouldn't you be? Mm-hmm. He cashed the check. He went to his bank. Cashed the check, and lo and behold, whatever the period of time is that uh, expired from the time he checked, uh, cashed it till the time the um, bank that the check was written on got into contact with them, said there's insufficient funds. The check bounced from the Washington Commanders. From the Washington Commanders. The football team. A billion-dollar organization. Worth $5 billion, apparently. $5 billion. Check bounced. With a B, not an M. Check Doing a contest like this, and I had flashbacks, to be honest with you. Um, we know something about checks bouncing. Yes, we do. Contests going awry. Yes. Um, not to know Not coming our from own. our companies either. Correct. Um, but Drew Shipley, they made it right. He got a lot of press. Mm-hmm. Thought, you know what? This is a local story. He loves KXNO. He was here up until like six months ago when he was moved, moved to Washington. Uh, he'll join us to tell us how this transpired. Etc. for, oh, five, six, seven, eight minutes or whatever. But I thought we'd localize a national story with Drew. Then uh, Dave Sinekin, uh on the Packers. What's uh, going on with Green Bay? In particular, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Won't spend a ton of time there with him, but we will preview. Speaking of the Commanders, I think that's who they have this week, is it not? Green Bay and Warsh. Uh, we'll tee it up this week in the nation's capital. Uh, so uh, Dave Sinekin will be here. Then Lee Sterling. He'll go over his picks at 10 minutes before the hour of noon. At 12.05, David Kaplan will join us for the final time on a Thursday. As due to our change, he can have his Wednesdays back. Oh, so Cappy right. yeah. will be back Wednesdays. But he's back with us here today. In fact, he'll be here with us 
in an hour. I uh, look forward to catching up with Cappy. Uh, it's KXNO's 21st birthday party four weeks from tonight. Do I have that right? That or three is, weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks from tonight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks from tonight. Uh, and uh, Golden Rule is a primary sponsor of this event, and I know that they've got a special going on right now. So Bobby from Golden Rule is going to join us. Got a great charity that they're um, hooked up with. We'll talk about that for a few minutes and, and have him on to, quite honestly, thank him mm-hmm. for his support of all of the uh, KXNO shows over the years, uh, but um, to talk about what they are doing at Golden Rule. And then Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway. Yes, it's already Thursday. We'll do that with four of you coming up here uh, at about 10 minutes before 1 o'clock. As we give you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends in Altoona, Claxon Barbecue online, ClaxonBBQ.com. So a pretty entertaining night of uh, Major League Baseball yesterday. I started to watch the football game you did? Uh, just briefly until the it was kind of between innings of the National League affair and then the uh, American League game. Uh, going back and forth to lit got good. I don't know where you want to start. I mean, thankfully. The NOLA family? Did you see the interview with Dad and Mom? I did not. It was decently early in the game. It was in the 4 o'clock hour. I okay, know that. So had, um, had the Phillies gone up 4 nothing in a fluke at that point? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was gone. <laughs> You'd already now checked I, out. I hadn't checked out entirely. I, right. just, I just needed some time by myself. So they interview the parents. Yeah. You got two kids playing in the NLCS against Pretty each cool. other. The at-bat. And I was interested was there going to be a little tip of the cap or something so the pitcher he kind of had a little smirk Mm -hmm. the batter nola he didn't want to have anything like you could tell he was trying Uh hard not to not to smile yeah i get it not to even give him a tip of the ball cap anything like that yep yep yep. what a weird situation uh it is you're you're playing in the nlcs yeah against your brother who's catching for the opponent so they go to dad he does the interview mom doesn't say a word mom looks did they have the split jersey uh, Dad, no. He had a Phillies cap yeah. and a Padres jersey. Gotcha. That's what he was going with. And Mom, I don't think she had any gear. No gear. She just was going neutral. And she didn't want to say a word. Uh-huh. I think she was what just... What a thrill. Can you imagine? A kid, a kid to the bigs? She just looked nervous. Uh-huh. Like, my, my kids are playing against each other at the NLCS. Where one of my kids is going to play for a World Series right, crowd. Right, right. This isn't going to end. No. no now, you don't have favorite kids. Wink, wink. Right, you're not supposed to, at least. Um, I only have one, uh-huh. so I mean, he's my favorite. That one's easy. Yeah, he's easy. also your least favorite. Yeah, I guess. Fair. Yeah, some. Yeah, some days he was. But you got one kid playing in Philadelphia, one kid playing in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Aren't where, you rooting for the San Diego? Yeah, where one? do you want? Where do you want to go visit? Right, right, right. Where do you want to hang out for the World <laughs> Series, San Diego or Philadelphia? And it's going to be November now, when the World Series is played. To be fair to our to the folks in Philadelphia, I've been to the airport. Period. I went to the airport, landed there, and Delo- Dover, no, uh, Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, is like forty minutes yep. away. Uh, so that's the airport that you use. Um, so I've been to the airport. That's all I know about Philadelphia. Have you been there? I have not. I haven't done the Northeast really at all. You should. I need to. I, I need to do more, but there's some really cool places. Yeah. Really I've never cool. done New York. Oh, my God. I've been in D.C. for a few hours uh-huh. on a layover. Yeah. I've never been Boston, Philadelphia. I was, I was on I a layover. That doesn't really, that. That's more Midwest. It kind of is, yeah. yeah. We rented a car in our three-hour layover in Washington just drove around. Oh, really? And Yeah, that was pretty cool. Glad that I did it, but need to spend more time. Anyways, yes. uh, so the game itself yesterday, 
I mean, great comeback. It, it mm-hmm. adds if if you are rooting for the Padres, if you have a bet on the Padres, if you want to see the series extended, you're just a baseball fan and you can't get enough of October baseball. Um, they Padres needed that one, yeah, and absolutely. they got it yesterday. That that was big, especially what what happened, what transpired in the second inning of that baseball game. Just everything could go wrong, <laughs> did go wrong. Mm-hmm. But then San Diego gets an opportunity to come to the bat, and those two home runs in the second inning just absolutely massive uh, for them to uh, Drury and then Josh Bell uh, going uh, going deep to cut it to four two. Then you know what series is uh, this game is back on, and it certainly was not a whole lot of depth in either of these bullpens either. Now, after the starters, mm-hmm. you kind of wonder, mm-hmm. yeah, there's guys. Well, Hader's been good at the very back of the bullpen, but how much do you really? Trust I can't. Him? Right, and, and that's where. He, you look at the Phillies. Brad Hand? That yeah. guy has stunk Brad all over the Hand place for a is decade. awful, Trent. How does this guy keep getting jobs? Because he throws hard. I know. How many of these guys we also see today? No, he throws hard. He's not good. No, but he throws hard. And in his case, Brad Hand throws with his left hand. That helps. That helps a ton, yes, right? Yes, it does. Uh, but he, st- he was a Blue Jay for uh, like a week. You got Kyle Gibson coming out of the bullpen now. Kyle Gibson. I watched a lot of Kyle yeah, Gibson did. starts. And- yeah. Yeah, no, I I hear you. I, I might be looking at outside of when Wheeler's on the bump, when you Darvish is on the mm-hmm. bump. A lot of overs maybe in this series because yeah, these bullpens do not inspire a whole lot of confidence on either side. No, they didn't. The game was terrific. Uh, it was fun. It was. So was the American League game last night. Mm-hmm. I thought that had a little bit of cachet to it. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching that game. As, It'll be better in Yankee Stadium. There is something. Well, there's just something about the stadium. It is. Right? As much as I hate the Yankees, mm-hmm. there is just something special mm-hmm. about playoff baseball yep. there. The yep. fans, the chants, everything. Yep. They do baseball. They right. do. They do. October and hate them or hate them, and that's we true. hate them. They, it feels like playoff baseball when it's at well, Yankee Stadium. Well, look how many playoff baseball games have been at Yankee. <laughs> yes. Now, not over the history of that ballpark. It was across the street. Of course. Um, which was so spectacular, that place. Uh, but but I haven't been in the new one yet. They look, for the most part, I mean, yeah. identical. I'm guessing the concourses are bigger. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember, just how cramped it was. Oh, really? Well, people were smaller back in the 20s. And, yeah, and the capacity true. wasn't built to hold what it eventually ended up holding. But that's one of those places you get to for the first time, and you just soak it in like, wow. The history that's taken place. Babe Ruth played here for crying out loud. Right. right. Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, dot, 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 Joe DiMaggio, so many of them. Verlander at 103 pitches. Trent, this guy yesterday, did you see him once he got it? He struck out, struck out six in a row. Yes. And um, retired 11 in a row after struggling early. Found it, right? Oh, what was it? Did he get a little goop on the hand? I don't know, but for, he well, had, it's the Astros. you got to figure there's something nefarious, <laughs> something's right? Something's going on. Yeah, they do have that reputation. But what do you have? Fifty pitches through two innings, or fifty-three, something like that, and then uh, Cy Young winner or Justin Verlander took over. He absolutely did. Oh, Eleven strikeouts God. in the game. The Astros are so good. Yeah, they are. They are of the four remaining teams. I mean, the gap oh, clearly, between them and everybody else clearly is significant. Yep. yep. That's a seven-game series. Anything can happen, mm-hmm. as we know. But do you think anything's going to happen in this? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I I don't want to say that the Yankees are cooked, but. And the NL's cooked, but yeah. I think they're cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the Padres get there, I'll be taking advantage of that cash out. Yeah. I think I will. I just don't see anybody beating the Astros, Trent. Nope. And I think I would say the same thing if I had Yankees futures, mm-hmm. that I'd be uh, taking that cash out. And we out. get our man Framber Valdez pitching mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that and both Severino on my list as we will be doing some betting later in the program well, with our circle plays today. And if you haven't listened to Trent all week, you've had the um, he's had a great week. 
Look, everybody has down periods, oh, right? Oh, yes. You go through yours, but mm-hmm. right now you're on a heater. And we're doing it with a lot of pitching props. Uh-huh. That has been my sweet spot. So we're uh, jumping aboard strikeout props here. You also asked me the out totals for both pitchers yeah, today. Yeah, what are they? It's both 15 and a half. So basically they got to go five and a third mm-hmm. or more to hit the over, five innings or less to hit the under. Thought about it, haven't dove in too much to the double. The well, Yankees are all pumped up. That they think they're even up this series because they've got Severino tonight. I'm thinking to myself, are you aware how good Framber Valdez is? Oh, absolutely. Valdez is Oh, my excellent. God. We're both Valdez uh-huh. fans. We're both invested in yep. him. He's not going to win this, I No, he's not. His teammate no. is. Yes. Which will be kind of cool because he's going to win it for the third time and join... I mean, the, the the group of pitchers that won three Cy Youngs, it's elite, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you would think, duh, sure. if you're winning three Cy Youngs, you're pretty good. Uh, but it's this rarefied air. It's the who's who that's pitched in the sport before, and Verlander's about to join him. And he becomes a free agent. He wants to continue to pitch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In Houston? No, or not anywhere. necessarily. He's, he's, he's open for business. He wants, a, he wants to pitch till he's 45. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. It's all these, everybody wants to be Tom Brady, right? Of course, yes. Um I don't know, but boy, he was good last night. He was really good last night. Let's spend a minute on the Big 12 because, look, Yormark, you know who Bre- uh, Brett Yormark rem- reminds me of, the commissioner of the Big 12, a little bit, not not who, what he looks like, but kind of the, he's kind of a, um, you know he's in the room. Mm-hmm. If you're at an affair and he's there, he's probably making this, he's, he's working the room. He's one of the louder talkers. Uh-huh. If you watch the outlaw Josie Wills, and I know you did, you Way did. a long time ago. Long time ago, right? Uh, the guy with the suit and that sells the elixir. Yes. The white suit. Um, that's kind of like, that, that could have been a, 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 um, a relative, an ancient relative. Uh-huh. But he is not, he's not shy about telling the world where Klyavkov in the Pac-12 is buttoned up. He's not saying a word about mm-hmm. these negotiations. The Big 12 is on the cusp, according to your mark, of a deal, a media rights deal that is going to exceed where they are at now, and do so without Oklahoma and Texas. Now, not go up significantly. We're not talking about the $80, $90, million right. of the Big Ten and SEC. Correct. You're, you're not going to jump twofold. Right. But you might tread water. You're not going to go backwards. And we heard a lot of reports of $25, uh-huh. $30 million a year, uh-huh. those kind of numbers, at you know, 45 to 50 all right, so you can't put a water park inside your football complex. Yeah, you know what you have to do without that. You're going to be okay. I think so. Can you still get weights? Probably. Can you pay a couple of staffers to help out with academics? There's probably room for that. Yeah, with that kind of budget, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. I understand it's keeping up with the Joneses and all those Yeah, you can't. The, the but at this level, level, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely and fine. And if indeed that this is true and this does get done, you know what that does? It puts you ahead of the Pac-12. And Pac-12 schools that are seeing the Big 12 has their deal with Fox and ESPN, and we're still waiting. You want to react? You want to proact? <laughs> I would be. I would hope that my school presidents and my AD would be proactive in this point. What does that mean? Maybe we go Pac. Maybe we go Big 12 shopping. Maybe there is those corner schools that we keep hearing about. Maybe that speeds up the process, maybe that start the process, who knows where they are at, but if there's a deal with the Big 12 and it's imminent, like your mark is letting on, uh, that they, they could happen as soon as next week. 
Boy, oh boy, that would be significant, and that would get a whole bunch of people uh, off of ledges. That would be. This is a big. This is a big opportunity for the Big Twelve. I hope it happens. I hope he's just not talking out his. You know what? I really do. If they pull this off and get ahead of the Pac-12 because they open up their window first and didn't get anything done, and your Marco's walking through that window and takes advantage of it. Whew, Absolutely huge. Told you at the beginning of the show. The national story that broke yesterday with the Washington Commanders stiffing, yeah, bouncing a check yes. to a 50-50 winner, a season ticket holder, who ponied up money to watch that godforsaken franchise. I've never been to the stadium. I hear it's an absolute dump. And it's a newer stadium. And it's a newer stadium. This is an RFK. Right. This is FedEx Field. That replaced it 20 years ago? It's been a while. Yeah. But there's already, I, I guess, you, I mean, if you, you go to the bathroom, you also have to have hip waiters uh, to some of them <laughs> oh, because geez. there's a pretty good chance it can be overflowing. There's been nightmares at that stadium. Drew Shipley, a guy that lived in central Iowa, listened to all the KXNO shows. To this day, he does. He buys a 50-50 ticket. Um, there's like 20, just under $30,000 $29,000 roughly in the 50-50 pool. His name is drawn. He wins half of the pot. So after a significant, after a, over a month of waiting for his check to arrive, the check comes. Drew gets the check, goes to his bank after sending a picture of it to, of his, to some of his friends, some of the talk show hosts that he knows, <laughs> um, present company included, goes to the bank, deposits the check, only to find out from his bank that the check has been returned insufficient funds. Drew joins us. Drew Trenton, Ken, this story blew up yesterday. You alerted, you texted me yesterday just before we went on the air and said, you'll never believe what happened with my check somewhere along those lines. Um, but bottom line, they made it, they made it good. But what went through your mind, first of all, after the long wait, then you finally got the check when your bank or your credit union got back to you and said that the check that you got from the Washington commanders or their charitable arm, um, was drawn on insufficient funds. What did you think, Drew? And welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem, Kim. You know, the first thing I thought was, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, things roll downhill, right? And it starts at the top with, with current, situations and mm-hmm. uh and what's going on with with daniel snyder and whatnot so you know you couldn't help but compound all the little things that that have gone on and the big things obviously that are currently going on with the ownership you couldn't help but snowball that into just anger right mm-hmm. so um you know it, it was a long wait to initially get that check i was super excited like you said i I sent it out to my friends, like, you, can't, you won't believe this, because it took roughly 35 days, which uh-huh. I thought was a little extreme. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've been lucky enough to win 50-50 before, you know, they're in Principal Park. Now, it was way less than uh, $14,000, right. but, but, but I walked out with the check that day, right? So I didn't mm-hmm. know what to expect, you know, upon actually winning and drawing the, right, uh, the winning number. So, um, you know, I, I, I gave it time. I felt like I was pretty patient. I asked for frequent updates, you know, every couple weeks and whatnot until... You know, eventually I started getting ghosted. Wow. And, uh, mm. you, you know, I, eventually I was starting to put it up the chain. You know, I, I started dropping hints on Twitter and Facebook saying, hey, that's all fine and dandy on their posts, but, you know, you can pay your 50-50 week one winner sometime. That would be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they never really picked it up. And, uh, you know, I was telling people yesterday uh, on, on different interviews that uh, am, am I supposed to just call Dan Snyder myself? Right. Or, you know, like, that, obviously that's not happening. So... You know, the power of social media and, and radio, which a lot of people consider dead now these days, 
Not us. Uh, really, really, really exploded the uh, situation pretty quickly yesterday. So, do you? Is it your opinion um, that the commanders got wind of this after you did? And I know your buddy, who I, does. Um, is that who you share the season tickets with, or does he have? Does he go to the games with you? Because he was on Washington radio before you, and he told the story in advance of you coming on and verifying it. Did the commanders make any attempt to make the check right before you guys started your? I'm not sure it was a campaign, but it certainly took off. Did the, had the commanders done anything before the bad publicity started to uh, darken their doorstep? So kind of right before it broke, I contacted my ticket rep uh, shortly after I had contacted my financial institution uh, with them letting me know the check bounced, right? So obviously, I, I, I was I was irate at the time and had no one else to, to contact. So I contacted my ticket rep, and uh, he, he pretty quickly got to the financial office uh, personnel, um, but I did not hear from them until shortly after the news broke on uh, the Team 980 AM out here in D.C. on the Russell and Medhurst show. Um, and, and it just kind of blew up from there, right? So J.P. Finley, uh, former NFL guy, all the all the local celebrity hosts out here just kind of bombarded it on Twitter. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the next thing you know, having, having networks call me on, on the phone doing Zooms, had the camera crew come out to my apartment. It, it's, <laughs> it's been been pretty crazy uh, 24 hours, Ken. Wow. Drew, without social media, are you still waiting for that check? Mm, good question. I, I think I am. Yeah. I, I, I truly do. Uh, you know, and in, in, in this instance, you know, a, a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of old school people, kind of kind of rag on uh, social media and all the negativity that gets put out there, and rightfully so, right? But in, in this case, I truly do believe that uh, you know the power of the people, the power of radio, again, um, you know, kind of escalated the situation. That it got resolved pretty quickly. You know, from when it broke on the radio. Um, it was about two hours. The money was wire transferred into my account pretty quickly. <laughs> so uh, tell your Central Iowa story. I I believe you – did you live in Newton? Is that where you lived? So, so I was born and raised in Newton, Ken. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I lived in West Des Moines uh, about the last eight years of my life. Gotcha. Before I, I, took, I, I took a military gig, like you uh, mentioned, uh, out here in the D.C. area. So I, I heard you on the show open. I, I am not. Uh, I am not scamming the U.S. government okay. uh, of time. In fact, I work at home most of the time. Nice. So I, I just sit here with my phone running iHeartRadio all day long. Uh, we're uh, grateful for that. Three KXNO, right? Yeah, love it, love it, love it. That that's good. So, but you and this was recently that you left West Des Moines, right? So within the last year. Yeah. Uh, so I started out here in mid-November of last year. Yeah. So it's almost a year uh, next month. So yeah, it's been pretty recent. Gotcha. Because I know Drew every you know four or six weeks he yeah. tries to win Claxons. <laughs> so well, when you get back home, you got to have Claxons. Absolutely, Klaxons. absolutely, you do. So Drew, quite a story. Um, I mean, obviously, it was worth it because you got your money. I don't want to say it was your fifteen minutes of fame. Hopefully, that's still coming for something else. But I guess uh, all's well that ends well. Uh, will you buy Commander season tickets next year when the renewal shows up in the mail? Uh, you know, the jury's still out. Um, the, the service that we've received so far uh, early in the season's kind of been underwhelming, to be honest with you. And uh, kind of like you said before, Fed- FedEx Field is a dump, um, you know, and that franchise is not going to get a new new stadium deal anytime soon under under the current ownership. So mm-hmm. it, it was not my it was not my intent to burn the the franchise down by any means. My intent was, you know, pay up, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, and as it came to that, they didn't pick up on the signs. The people that work there, you know, yeah. didn't take care of it. 
Um, you know, sometimes you just got to escalate it to, to a point where you get what you want or what you feel you deserve. So um, I don't know yet. Um, we'll see. But I did pick up uh, a quarter package to the uh, Orioles here in April. Nice. So. <laughs> well, you text me a lot during Orioles-Blue Jays game, a little back and forth between the two of us, both our squads. And as I've told you many times, um, if I could buy stock on your Orioles, I think that they're on the cusp of having a pretty good uh, – the window is opening, don't you think, Drew? Absolutely. Uh, I think they'd need a few more arms, but, man, the, the position players, I mean, all Baseball America top 20 prospects, three of them came up this season. I think they have three more uh, in the pipeline out in Bowie. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited about the offensive lineup. If they get, if they get some arms developed, uh, you know, they, they might win the division next year, and I think they were a year ahead of schedule this year, you know, being down to the wire in the wild card uh, with your Blue Jays, the Rays. Um, and, and the Mariners. So I'm super excited about that. That's why we invested in the O's uh, for next year. Good stuff, Drew. Glad you got your money. Uh, uh, glad When I saw this story, when I saw your uh, your text yesterday, uh, I was very quickly after that that this story just blew up nationally and uh, needed to get you on and uh, put a little uh, central eye with spin to it. Drew, congrats on winning the dough. Uh, further congratulations on getting the dough. Uh, and thanks for giving us a few minutes here today, Drew. Uh, glad it ended well for you. Take care, bud. Absolutely. Hey, quick quick second. Washington Commanders plus five this week's my favorite bet. Taylor Heineke under under center. I'm a Heineke guy. Always have been. You went against Mr. Monday Night recently and that did not go well for you, Shipley. <laughs> uh yeah, I know. That was not good. <laughs> Take care, Drew. Thank you. Thanks, fellas. Yep, good to talk to you. Drew Shipley, uh, the uh, gentleman who won the 50-50 draw Washington Commanders, a national story, but there is a Iowa tie to it. Born and raised in Newton and spent uh, the last eight years of his time here in uh, in West Des Moines. Speaking of point spreads. Yes. I saw this morning that Ohio State is now a 30-point favorite. Are they really? They trickled shot, over yeah. that? It went over to 30. Let's see, DraftKings at 30, Caesars at 30, WinBet at 30, Bet online at 30. Heritage offshore, it's 30. Remains at 29 at Circa and a couple of 29 and a halfs out there. Mm. But they continue to take Buckeye money. Jesus. Unbelievable. Uh, is it going to be ugly? It's going to be hideous. Do you think it is? Oh, yeah. How long will you watch? The whole thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, to my Miller and Con, the Dave Syndicate on those Packers, they play the Commanders, but more so we're going to catch up with Green Bay. We like to cover all of the regional teams here. And by the way, somebody reached out to us yesterday, Trent, saying, you know, guys, you guys are on till 1 o'clock now when Paul Allen's show ends at noon. Maybe that would oh, make it a little bit easier yes. for your buddy PA to join us. I promise we'll get it done. They're yes. on bye week this week. I'll reach out to Polly next week, and uh, Trent and I will have him uh, when his schedule accommodates. So promise you'll get more of PA now that we're no longer on at the same time. Uh, we'll take a time out. Before we do that, it's time for another $1,000 home run. Boom, boom, boom. Head to KXNO right now. Once you get there, enter the keyword cash, cash at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. And stay tuned. Another shot coming up in about an hour from now. Dave Sinekin, he is next. Lee Sterling, before the hour ends, it's Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. We have our first jet. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNL. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Mary Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, 25 minutes before noon. We take you up until 1 o'clock. Dave Sinekin, you can find Dave's work at zonecoverage.com. Follow him on Twitter, TC Head Cheese. Hear him on the radio, year 27 of uh, Packer Preview on KFAN on Sunday mornings. Uh, it's the Commanders hosting the Packers this week as the Packers try to get off the schneid. Dave, the schedule comes out. You're looking at it. You're thinking, wow, back-to-back games against the New York teams, both of which, well, one was a neutral site game. The other one was in Lambeau. But feeling pretty good about those. Neither one of them went their way. What's the concern level amongst Packer Nation right now, Dave? Or is everybody still relaxing? How much time we got? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was – I was in London, and obviously the first yep. half, Green Bay dominated New York. In the second half, everything turned around, and we saw more of the same on Sunday. For me, the biggest issue with Green Bay right now is the offensive line. I, I have not seen a Green Bay offensive line get dominated like they did by the Jets. And, you know, who knows? Maybe in five or six weeks we'll look at that front with – Quinton Williams and Sheldon Rankins and those guys and go, that's one of the top lines in football. But, man, they absolutely controlled that game last week, and it took Green Bay completely out of its offense, whether it was run defense, pass rush. Uh, I've never seen Green Bay, well, never is a long time. But with Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, right. I haven't seen Green Bay offense as inept as, as I saw. The defense certainly has looked much improved and, and played very well until – uh, late in the game uh, when Brees Hall finally got loose. But, yeah, for me, guys, it's the offensive line, and I think they have to make some changes right now if things are going to circle down the drain pretty quick. It can then question, well, with an offensive line, is that the reason Aaron Jones, what do you have, three carries in the first half of the game, nine mm-hmm. overall? Is that the reason? Is just they can't run it because that line's struggling so much? I don't think that's it. I, I think either the, the play call's not there or it's being changed at the line. I mean, this has been a mm-hmm. constant refrain virtually every week that you look at the offensive playmakers on this team and uh, take away number 12, Aaron Jones is by far the most dynamic, explosive player on this offense, and he needs 20 touches a game. And, and we say it after every game, and you, you wonder how many times you bang your head against the wall. We're saying it again this week now as, as Green Bay heads to Washington. I mean, you have to give that guy the ball. He is a problem for any defense, and I don't know why it's not happening, but every game afterwards, Matt LaFleur says, yeah, we just got to get him the ball more. Well, you know, you are calling the plays. You can make it happen. <laughs> it's weird. No, it really is. What about uh, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, is is there a health issue there? Was he got something on his hand, right? Is it a finger, maybe? Yeah, he hurt his thumb on that last Hail Mary throw, uh, attempt of a throw against the Giants in London. And it hasn't practiced much uh, at all. He was out there last Friday and practiced. He was out yesterday, did not practice. Uh, I think one of the byproducts is they, they're not having him under center very much. At least they didn't last week, uh, which I, I prefer seeing this offense with him under center more uh, with those running backs. So I think the thumb is going to be a problem. I, I don't see it getting a lot better. If he bangs it again, who knows? He's, he's missing some just 
easy throws in the flat that you just are automatic throws. And I don't know if that's the thumb or the fact that, you know, his game has taken a step backwards, but it obviously looks nothing like what we saw last year. And part of that's Devontae Adams and, and MBS and how the offense was more speedy and dynamic. But yeah, he's, he's missing throws we're not used to. And as you said, the through the soft underbelly of their schedule, at least what we thought. I mean, yep. we thought five and one or four and two and mm-hmm. worse with yep. the way the schedule broke out. Now they head on a three game road trip and after that, Tennessee and, and Dallas at home. I mean it's this has gotta get corrected really quickly. And this game Sunday is really really a must win with Buffalo at Buffalo next Sunday night, obviously not looking like a win. So a lot of pressure and I'm very concerned about who's under center for Washington this week. Oh, Tyler Heineke. I'm with you. I'm a Heineke yes. guy, too. It's a step up from yeah, Carson I'm Wentz. Very well could be the case here. A little bit of concern, certainly, on that front. It's been so weird. I mean, the last, what, three off-seasons and Aaron Rodgers, he had the whatever he did this off-season, too, on top of it. It just, where are Packer fans? Are they just over it? Are they sick of it? Hey, we'll deal with it when we're winning, but now, enough. And mm. they're throwing Aaron Rodgers to the side. What do you see? Yeah, there's a large component of that. I'm I'm not in that group. I mean, I just I look at the last three seasons, and 13 wins in all three seasons, and and two trips, you know, to a championship game. I, obviously, it, it didn't end where we had hoped or want. And you look at Aaron Rodgers' career, you want more than one Super Bowl, just like Holtz fans wanted one more than one with Peyton and didn't get it. And the same with Saints fans with Breeze. It just doesn't always work out. But I mean. I, you, you guys may not remember when we talked off season. I said I was prepared to move on from Rodgers. Yeah, I do remember after the playoff failure last year. Just look, we we've been the number one seed two straight years at home, haven't gotten it done. It was a good run, uh, but I'm when they brought him back, I was fine with that too. We want to run it back and take another shot at a Super Bowl. I'm cool with that. So I was on board, and I thought really the talent outside of certainly the wide receiver questions. I thought the talent was there to compete in the NFC and. You know, at three and three, they're certainly not buried. The Rams, Niners, and Bucks are all three and three, so it's kind of been a common refrain. But the lack of fight last week, the lack of fight in the second half of the Giants game—that's something I haven't noticed, haven't seen, and that's concerning because that's not something you just flip a switch. So I, I think it's a big statement on Sunday to to see how this team responds, and if they lose on Sunday. Um, we could be having a whole different conversation next week. And to your point, David, it's still so wide open. We had uh, a guy, I don't know if you know Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. He's done power rankings for Yahoo for, for years, right? And he said he's never had a year like this where he gets through the first three, and then once you get to Team 4 all the way down to Team 22, you could essentially throw them all in a hat because they all fit in the same. I mean, the Vikings are 5-1. and one. Does anybody really fear the, or the Vikings or the Giants? that these two teams are, uh, have any chance at all of representing the NFC? I mean, for Vikings fans, I hope they do, but they don't scare very many people. Not if you've watched them play and then see how they escaped against Detroit and Chicago and Miami. All right. those games could have gone the other way. Even most Vikings fans aren't, like, crowing just yet. They certainly love the 5-1 and one record and feel like if Zimmer were still coached, maybe they're not 5-1. and one. But, no, you're right. I mean, outside of Philadelphia, there's not a whole lot of clarity in the NFC. And as you guys know, we've all watched football a long time. It's rarely the team we're, we're talking about in October. That's the team that's left standing in January. So this might be a year where 9-8 and eight gets you into the NFC. And if Green Bay is a 7th seed at 9-8, and eight, <laughs> uh, just, just get me to the party. Obviously, we know they were the bottom seed 
when they won the Super Bowl, and they were three and three to start that year too. Uh, excellent point, Dave Sinekin. Uh Dave, uh, what time are you on the air on Sunday morning? Uh, well, bright and early at seven a.m. or anytime you want after that on the iHeart app. Just uh, search for Packer Preview and or you, Cape Fan, and you can read Dave's preview and recap of the game at ZoneCoverage.com. Dave, thank you. Talk to you next week. Appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. Have a good week. Yep, you do the same. Dave Sinekin. Uh You can follow him on Twitter, TC Head Cheese. Of course, um, ZoneCoverage.com. We had a caller that wanted me to ask Sinekin. You know, because Rogers came out and said it's time to simplify the offense. Mm-hmm. He um, asked me to recommend a couple guys over in Iowa City. Oh yeah, Brian Ferentz, he's available. Right. <laughs> uh, There's a big petition out there to get rid of. Him. Is there really? Those don't do any. No, of course not. No, but I get a kick out of it though. The fan base is a little restless. On my uh, on my podcast on the YouTube feed, there's there's a guy every day that posts sign the petition. Get rid of Brian Ferentz. All right, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Lee Sterling will opine on a handful of games. His game of the week. We'll tell you about that as well. He's next. Miller and Condon with you until noon. David Kaplan kicks off our number two. The Capman from uh, Chicago. He joins us each and every week. Next week, he'll be back with us on Wednesdays, but 12.05 will be his regular time slot as we are now on until one. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Condon, welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 Kings. So no, Trent Condon, Ken Miller. Final segment of the first hour of the program. Lee Sterling momentarily. David Kaplan kicks off hour number two. We will end it by giving four of you an opportunity to win barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Paramount Sports, Lee Sterling joins the program. Lee, Trent, and Ken, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm hoping every game is like uh, Tennessee and Alabama this weekend. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that fun? That was... My wife usually walks, unless it's like a Miami game, she'll walk in and out, sit for five minutes. She sat the entire game, didn't leave. <laughs> it was thrilling. It really was. Yeah. It was such a uh, such a fun game and obviously huge ramifications. Is Tennessee very much alive? I mean, Tennessee-Georgia in a couple of weeks. Hello. Ooh. Big, big spot. <laughs> well, we got big spots before that. Let's yeah. kick things off in the Big Ten. Penn State is going to have their whiteout, not against Ohio State, not against Michigan, not even Sparty. Against the Gophers. Hmm. Could feel a little bit different there. Penn State, they got run off the field by Michigan last week. Gophers, they have turned into the Gophers. Four and a half is the number Penn State favored. Yeah, Penn State, these whiteout games haven't been real profitable for them of late. Hmm. I think they're trying to rally, you know, the team. But, I mean, they had two weeks to prepare for Penn for Michigan, and they should have been loading the box. Hmm. The, the defensive game plan by Manny Diaz was just very poor here. Um, and then <laughs> you got Minnesota. I mean, they run for almost six yards a carry last week, but three turnovers. Grease the skids here. I, I think they're going to tr- control the ball on the clock here. Uh, they're begging you to play Penn State. Don't fall for the trap. Wrong team favored. Minnesota outright 24-20. about that? Right off the yeah. bat, a wrong team's favored. Well, uh, Texas-Oklahoma State, this number opened, I think, Longhorns were like one. It has jumped yeah. up significantly. It's almost a touchdown, just under a touchdown, six and a half. Texas is hot. Oklahoma State coming off a uh, uh, surprising loss, I thought, uh, last yeah. time out. Yeah, I, I, in this line, it's not by injury or anything. You would think injury would move something, something, some type of news, but nothing. Just a lot of money pouring in for Texas here. And I think Quinn Ewers is great. Uh, I think he is super, 
But Spencer Sanders can hold his own, especially at home. Uh, Texas does not like to play hurry-up offenses, and their defensive backs are just not making plays on the ball. Both teams uh, almost blew, while Texas almost blew the two-touchdown lead. Oklahoma State did. So uh, two teams that are desperate. This is an elimination game. Whoever wins it moves on. Whoever loses it, basically no shot to win the Big 12 title here. I think Oklahoma State, uh, plus the points, I think it's the right side here. I think Texas might escape 35-34, but Oklahoma State plus six, six and a half, strong play for me. Grabbing the points in the Cowboys. Let's stay in the Big 12. Let's go to the Battle of Purple. TCU favored by three and a half against K-State. So TCU and Sonny Dykes doing a great job. I mean, they were nowhere. No one was even following them last year. But let's go back to his days at SMU. 2019, 7-0. All of a sudden they lost. 2020, 5-0. They lost. 2021, 7-0, they lost. After that point, his team just, you didn't hear from him again. So he's able to get them up to a certain level, and then usually they have trouble. They're going to face the best running quarterback they faced all year by a wide margin. Spencer Sanders last week gained 68 yards on the ground and ran for two touchdowns. Jalen Daniels got hurt in the game when they played Kansas, so he might have been able to do some damage. Adrian Martinez has already run for almost 550 yards. Might be one of the best running quarterbacks in the country. The Cats 5-1 and one against the Frogs. Last six times they played, they never trailed last year in the 31-12 win. And the Frogs, not much of a home defender, 4-12 and 12 against the spread as a home favorite. They won last week but did not cover the 3.5 to 4-point spread here. No comeback this week for TCU. Another Third straight wrong team favored Kansas State this time outright thirty four thirty one. Pretty safe bet that the wrong team favored the run of which is about to end because we're about to talk about Ohio State who's a twenty nine or a thirty point favorite depending on who where you shop. The Hawks roll into town. Now here's the thing that Spencer Petras has going for him: he's thrown fewer picks than C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Now Spencer Petras only thrown two touchdowns compared to twenty four for Stroud, but. Nonetheless, there's one box that you can check in Petrus's favor, and there aren't many of them. Uh, Lee, it's about 30 points. How do you see it? So, Iowa has nothing to lose. Ohio State, in my opinion, they're more dynamic than Michigan, but they're not as sound on the offensive and defensive lines. Iowa, 13-3 and three against the spread when they're getting six-plus points, playing an opponent with a plus-750 record. Iowa going to slow the game down they're going to run run and maybe even third and long run some more maybe once in a while pass it on third down here uh they're going to eat clock here and i think their defense is going to come to play ryan day also seven seven and one against the spread laying 24 points iowa covers they don't win ohio state 31 10 i'm going to take the 29 and have 30 points it's a big, big number there. We finish up in the NFL. Kansas City takes on the banged-up San Francisco 49ers. Chiefs, a three-point favorite. Wow. The, 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 you talk about an injury report. The biggest, one of the biggest I have ever seen in the NFL with San Francisco. Their offensive line depleted by injuries. Their defensive line depleted by injuries. Even their cornerback position depleted by injuries. You need all hands on deck when you're going to rush. Patrick Mahomes, and without Nick Bosa and a bunch of other starters on that defensive line. In fact, they finished the game without seven, 
seven defensive starters against the Falcons here. I don't think too many of them are coming back here. Chiefs defense held a really good Bills offense, just 24 points last week. And despite a really easy schedule, I mean, San Francisco already has losses to the Bears, Broncos, and Falcons here. The right team is favored. Kansas City by two touchdowns, 34-20. Big, big, big. Well, your yep. game of the week is a Big Ten affair. It's a Big Ten West affair. Uh, Wisconsin uh, is a two-and-a-half-point favorite uh, over Purdue. Uh, of course, um, uh, the game is in Madison. Is it not yet? Yeah, it is. Wisconsin is home. If the folks want any more information on this, Lee, how can they reach out to you? So a lot of people can't figure out this game. They want to get it for free. 800-400-9741. We'll give them the game for free. We are on a roll. This is one of the rare periods of the time in, in, in all sports where every single sport is taking place. Football, baseball playoffs, basketball started a couple days ago. Hockey, we're 15-5 and five in hockey, 13-10 and 10 in the baseball playoffs. We hit both of our 45-unit best bets in the football. We're now 53-18 and 18 on our 40-50 to 50 unit plays. You want to get the Baker's does 13 games, just $97 or five in the NFL for 55, and we have not had a losing Sunday. Just one place, ParamountSports.com. Lee, talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yep, thank you, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Hour two coming up next, off to Chicago to start the hour. We'll finish up in Altoona at Claxon's Barbecue, giving four of you a chance to win. Hour two, Miller & Condon, 106.3 KXNO.